What's up, everyone? My name's Chris Marshall with my boy, Frank G. We are the hosts of Build Your Empire Podcast. Frank G., tell the people what we do. What's going on, everybody? Chris and I, we discuss established empires while showcasing us building ours. Catch us on every platform, Monday and Thursday. We just got on Alexa and Google Home. That's kind of badass, Frank. Yes, sir. If you want to listen to Build Your Empire and not get up off your butt, sit on the couch, just... Ask Alexa, hey, Alexa, play Build Your Empire podcast. That is exactly what you have to do unless you have Google. Then it wouldn't respond to Alexa. I'm sure you're aware of that. I am aware. I do have a Google, but it has not ever been plugged in. Um, yeah, that's what's interesting about like voice uh, platforms such as the innovation that's, I guess, coming in the next couple of years. Nobody has it yet but they will very shortly. It's going to be at scale. I mean, I have one in almost every room in my house. Well, I'm pretty sure we were hanging out in, the, in your house once and we like were talking and Alexa all of a sudden just either spoke or starts playing music. Yeah, it happens. I mean, if the TV says Alexa, fucking it somehow uh, hears it. Think she turns your lights off too? Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. Um, I, I told you one time I was like shit-faced in the car uh, don't drive drunk, people, but I, damn, I blew up my spot. Well, you were very bad at hiding that one. Ah, uh, man. Damn. And then as I'm saying I blew up my spot, I'm like, fuck, I didn't give away that I was a driver. I could have been the passenger, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that one. You put yourself yeah. in a little hole. I don't know. I guess I tried giving the content of being truthful here. Anyway, I was shit-faced heading over to play, which was the local bar back in the day before COVID and everything got screwed up. And I was like, hey, Google, play Russ. And uh, a goddamn car answered me. So you just so you, you spoke to the car thinking it would not answer you? Yes. <laughs> what, what, made yes. You, what made you speak to the car? I don't know. I guess I actually, because you were a little fucked up. I was hammered right now. And we got Tommy calling right now. Should we answer it? Tom, yeah, man. Tom was a guest on the phone once before. Hey, yo, Tommy. Yo, yo brother, we're, we're recording a podcast as we speak. You're making another guest entrance. How you doing? Oh, my God. Tommy. Frank <laughs> <laughs> said, what's up? What up, kid? Yo, uh, today's topic, we didn't get into it because we're talking about me drunk driving. Um, today's topic is scared money don't make no money. Do you have any stories about this topic right here? No, you don't no. bet. It makes no, sense you don't bet. You keep your whole net worth in your savings account. That makes fucking point two percent a year. Well, don't do that, folks. <laughs> Yo, you're right. You you seem scared. Well, that's the worst way to gamble your money, I suppose. Yeah, it I, I certainly mean, is. You only get your return. I mean, dude, how, how, how so everything went back up in the markets at least by twenty percent. Uh however, it it's down fifteen percent from the market gains. So overall I'm up my portfolio about six percent. What do I invest in? I invest in typically tech. So I have Amazon, Facebook, Microsoft. Um, then I have some real estate stocks. Uh, I have AT&T. 
Amazon, Microsoft, all those things, they, you were invested in that before this whole thing happened, right? Yes. All right, so realistically, all those big name companies, they're not going nowhere. So, yeah, I get it. Like, and I guess if there's more, you know, it's about to come. But, I mean, if you did invest in, a, you know, some other, you know, companies that aren't doing so good now, that would have been a bad investment. Right? I mean. Yes and no. I mean, I just bought Apple stock when they did the split at about $125 per share. Who dropped right after that. It dropped immediately right after that, as Frank stated, and I'm down $600 in Apple. But the question is, is will, it, now. will it rise back up? And the answer is most likely yes. Yo, Tommy, you're proving my point on why you should invest, but I yeah. like you have no, no stocks. Oh, there's the there's the laugh of acceptance. <laughs> it's not gambling, it's investing, and it seems like your method is stupid. <laughs> All right, I, I, I can see what you're saying a little bit. I get it, but team player Tommy right there. Well, Tom, to give you an idea, I don't know. I feel like you're looking at real estate, so maybe your your money being liquid is beneficial. Um, but to give you an idea, you should have about seventy percent of your net worth probably invested in the markets. I don't know, bro. I mean, between scared money don't make money. Scared money don't make no money. Right now, no, not if you're looking for a house. You don't put money in there. Um, but Tom, we're gonna end this phone call. I'm gonna give you a call. I'm gonna call you back in about 20 minutes. All right? Yeah, actually, you give me call tomorrow. I gotta go back into work. All right, see you. Surprise me. Yeah, he made a little uh, cameo. <laughs> he uh, certainly doesn't seem like he likes the market at all. Tommy does not do anything with his money. His money does not make him money. His money just sits there and probably uh, deflates. <laughs> well, well, to to kind of go back, he, uh, I mean, he said scared money don't make money. He's clearly scared of the market. I mean, he's is this the right time? Is this this? I mean, maybe he just doesn't know it at all. But I mean, I mean it doesn't sound like he knows it at all. It sounds like he knows scared money don't make no money. And it sounds like he's on the side of fucking timid. He's certainly timid. Um, I mean, Tommy timid. <laughs> what a guy, though. We love Tommy. Yeah, for real. Um, I mean, look. He, as he was stating, right? He's like, well, everything is down now. No, I mean, it depends when you began to look at it. I mean, yeah. technically, the drop in the last two weeks have been uh, greater in my eyes than the drop when we were back in Canada in February, March. The drop right now, you said? Yes. Well, you have more money in it as well, right? I have significantly more money in it, probably by like double, but I also made quadruple of the earnings I had initially. Yes. So you buy the stocks high or whatever. You buy a stock, it drops. Like it's it's done when we did Apple uh, two, three weeks ago. And... uh now it's at like 106. So you buy it at 115, 120, 
you buy it at 106, you're kind of um, making up for that deficit, right? Well, if it goes if it goes back up, which we I mean, it will. I assume that I will, but I went against my major rule, which is I don't want to buy shit that I don't own, right? So I actually got into the fucking Apple hype because scam money don't make no money. Apple was zooming, and I I, I listened essentially to the media mm-hmm. and people who don't know what the fuck they're doing. I I joined them. Now I necessarily don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I think I have a more idea than a novice, just only because of who I'm associated with, and I can get help. So are you um, saying Apple was a mistake buying? <clears throat> it was a huge mistake. I bought I bought it because I was sold the hype. And this was right before they split. As soon as they split, same thing with Tesla. Everybody hopped on Tesla and Apple, and now that is their uh, business plan. Yep. Is to split so people can afford the stock. Yeah, and then we had people. Then we, I mean, we personally knew people um, who bought the stock, got all excited about it, and then, I mean, we don't talk to them every day. But the next day, I could imagine they were not Plummeting. happy. I'm not happy now. I mean, Apple continues to just plummet. And now, what you were saying earlier is buy more when it's lower. So what you're doing is you're driving down your, your cost basis. So instead of paying $125 per share, if you buy uh, 20 shares at 125 then you buy 20 shares at 105 then the medium is like about, what, 113-ish, 114 mm-hmm. So you can do that, except that's going to cost more money. So you have to have the, the, the capital. Of course. But, like, I, I mean – Theoretically, it's a good idea, and everybody would tell you to do that. But I don't, I don't want to buy more shit just to make the cost basis lower to hopefully make make more. I don't know. It just seems like uh, I guess. Well, I'm that's a gamble. I mean, that's a gamble. It's all a gamble. Yeah, as my father put it. Um, I'm thinking like this is intelligent investing where you can make money, and he just looked at me. He's like, it's all a gamble. Now, um, it's curious because so, you know, I mean, we talk about the market, you know, the market or you're in a little, I would say significantly more than me because I started probably a few months ago. Um, the people who aren't in it, do, are they scared mostly or is it they have just never intrigued, were intrigued, you think, by the market? I would say the people who are not in it probably don't have enough money to even think it. about it. Yeah. Or they're not intelligent. Um you know, me and my father were discussing the other day options, option trading. Yeah, so, so I was as well with a friend. I don't know really jack shit about it, mm-hmm. but I'm beginning to learn. And I discussed it with him. And he's like, you know, that's good. It's good that you're learning. He's like, people I've worked with, now he's almost 70 years old. He's like, people I've worked with don't know how that works. Well, it just seems like, an option in the stock market that a lot of people don't uh, kind of mess around with. Or, I mean, like... It's you, just another game. It's another know. way to bet. And there's like four other ways. But it is levels to it, I guess. Certainly, just like anything. I mean, you're not going to... If you have nothing in the stock market, you're certainly not going to do options right away. That's not your first move. 
Well, there was an article a couple of months ago where a kid actually committed suicide because he was playing options and he ended up losing, you know, close to a million dollars. He was like 18, 19, which is uh, an error on the platform Robinhood for even allowing, you know, a, a, a young kid like that to make trades without the capital in the account. Oh, I didn't even know you were, that was possible. Yeah, I, I mean that's what you're doing. Uh, well, yeah, they that you get like that deposit early where it's not really in your account. But I didn't know that is it true. goes up that high. Yeah, it, I didn't know that either. Yeah, that certainly uh, that certainly sounds like a mistake that would cause something as serious as especially that. you know when you're when you're a kid. I mean, the thought of just telling your parents that you just lost eight hundred k is probably. <laughs> That's just stress. That's more stressful than the 800K. It certainly is. But uh, I promise you right now, your parents would not want you dead. Bro, the saddest thing is I'm pretty sure he could just file bankruptcy and then like that gets waved off. I mean, you don't have credit for seven years, but you're 18. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I guess the uh, the silver lining right there because you get out of it eventually. That's yeah. I mean, people who are 18 and 20, 22 put themselves in the same situation, just buying a fucking $70,000 Lexus. Yeah. I guess at least this 18 year old was attempting to invest. I mean, I like gambling. how you're, you're being positive in, in, uh, <laughs> in this situation. Cause I can't necessarily find, uh, the highlight, but I feel you, you found one. <laughs> yeah. Um, certainly I mean, I don't even know options really. I, I just started looking into it, just created the options account on Robinhood. And uh, if you're 18 and you don't have money, don't be doing that. No. And then you hear Tommy saying, scared money don't make no money. And he's pretty much said he's scared, except when he's on the blackjack table, which completely <laughs> confuses the shit out of me there. That's because he's probably a little uh, juiced up, intoxicated, and uh, he ain't scared to lose his money in that moment. Yeah, but if you're going to drop 500 on the blackjack table, you might as well buy five Apple stock and in five years. Absolutely. You'll be up 100%. Absolutely. If you're not in the stock market at all that's and you are about to go to AC and gamble 500, 700 bucks, yeah, I would say that's a silly mistake and put it somewhere more useful. Well, I mean, that's an issue I have or had. In fact, I was going to do a memory lane Monday, but I think we're getting out of time here. What's the time? Uh, we're at 15. Oh, we're only at 15 minutes? Yeah. Damn, I wish I had the music queued up. All right, but I'm going to take you back down a memory lane Monday, Frenchie. I mean, maybe you have a similar story and you want to recite it. Go ahead. I don't know, but I'm going to take you down a memory lane Monday. You ready? Take me down. Take me down, man. Memory Chris lane. Brown. All right. So, <laughs> so. It was approximately 2012, October. So we're roughly eight years ago, literally eight years ago in about a month. Eight years ago, 2012, I was 20 years old. My balls were humongous at the time. They shrank a little. <laughs> Big balls. I don't even know what the hell this is going. Where it's going is I went to Las Vegas with a fake ID at 20 years old with a crew of about 10 dudes and we had VIP tables everywhere and we were living the dream. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty ballsy. It was pretty ballsy to be in Vegas at the pool parties 
gambling, doing all this shit at 20 years old with the fake ID. Mind you, the fake ID is a real ID of my brother who's four years older. What an excellent pivot, by the way. Uh, we just talking about don't be gambling and AC when you're young if you have no money. Fake ID, 20 years old, can't even get in the club legally. And there I am, getting in the club legally, <laughs> illegally. Illegally, but with a legal ID. Spending my money carelessly. And this is where the phrase really originated. I mean, it originated by Meek Mill. Uh, the song, I think, came out that year as well. Scared money don't make no money. Mm. Oh, that makes anyway, sense. Anyway, so I'm with Brother Faz. Shout out Brother Faz. Both Brother Fazes. I'm with Brother Faz 1, though. And <laughs> Which one's 1? <laughs> Joe Faz. I guess the older one. If uh, you pass uh, it off. Yeah, the it? older one. And first off, Brother Faz, both you guys, shout out to you guys, but fuck you guys for trying to rate me on not taking Hines and trying to get Stefan Diggs and Hopkins. Like, acting like they're not the best receivers in the NFL. Back up, G. Back up. Hines has more points than David Johnson, who I want. Anyway. Hines did pretty bad this week. He had one point, but David Johnson had six points, and Hines had 26 points last week. And the combined average, Hines has four points higher than David Johnson, who is a running back, two. So I don't want to hear it. He's starting now. Who? David Johnson. He's starting. Yes, he is. But Hines also has potential. Mac is out. Mac's done for the year. Yeah, so don't give me that shit, and don't come after me. My greatest play is literally Hopkins and Diggs. I have the best receiving core in the whole game in the whole in the whole game i don't know about the whole game but i will i will i will hope that you as terrible as this draft was for you i hope you did play hunt and chubb i did first off i have one of the best teams of fantasy football in my league my team is killer and i'm about to go oh and two but i am the best goddamn oh and two and he's saying his team is killer bro listen to me listen to me and this is taken Apart from memory lane Monday, but listen to me, I have the highest fucking points that could be 0-2. I'm about to get the second hot – bro, this is the second week in a row where I'm going to have the second highest points, essentially, and I'm going to fucking lose because I'm playing the first. Yeah, well, welcome to the club, man. I lost last week by two points, this week by point, like oh. – Yeah, but you're used to that. You never won a championship. You don't make it far in the playoffs. I mean – I. This is uh... – Oh, yeah, it's all a, a learning process. Now I'm good at fantasy. What makes you good? The fact that I finished in the middle pack instead of the end last year. All right, <laughs> respect. You know, what pisses me off to no end is I was crushing my my opponent. And I even, like, you know, I was chuckling a bit because I made a $50 bet prior to this game. Sorry, bet. Sorry. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm confident in my team this week. And yesterday, he hit me up. I was up, like, I was up 40 points. Oof. Less than that. I was up, like, 35 points. And he had Edelman going, and I had the Patriots defense. And he goes, do you want to cancel this bet before Edelman, Edelman scores 30? I'm like, ha-ha. I'm like, anything could happen, but no. He got you there. Edelman scored 30. I'm only up by six points. I have... Lutz the kicker, along with Sanders, he has Kamara and, and Cook. So I don't know. Uh, Cook ain't. That's, uh, that's the, the receiver. Oh, the tight end. 
So I don't fucking know. What I do know is Michael Thomas is out, which means Sanders is the primary target, and Lutz is also the man. So I don't know how it could go. I don't know how we got on fantasy talk right now. (laughs) It really fired me up. because I see that. Because my team is – bro, every one of my team, even my fucking bench players, are in double digits. Oh, that just sounds like bad management then. No, because my starters have more than my bench players. So fuck. <laughs> I guess. I guess it would be bad management, depending how my flex plays tonight. Yeah, my other flex scored twenty. Your current flex? That's in. No, my current flex is Sanders, who plays tonight. I'll tell you, when you got a, a flex option that has twenty on the bench, that is a tough, tough one to swallow. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's a tough one to like this. This game is very important to me. Not only do I win fifty bucks, do I go one and one or oh two, oh and two, but like my pride is on the line. Your pride is on the line. You, you it's a hundred percent on the line. You cannot continue to talk shit. You cannot continue to think you have a winning squad. You cannot continue to think you're gonna like at win 0 the championship at oh at oh and two. I uh, I agree. I mean, I've I've seen it happen where someone's lost their first two games, won the rest of the season. But yeah, usually the people who go over two don't make it to the playoffs. Now I, I'm looking at my left. I'm seeing you know number one pick out. I'm looking at my fucking right. I'm seeing number three pick out for the season. I'm chilling. My team's chilling. I'm chilling. Oh yeah, it's been rough. It's been rough. A lot no, of people, not my team. We're healthy. I me too, man. Me too. But it seems like we're in the same boat. I got a lot of double digits, but somehow still Chris Carson scoring a 30-yard touchdown last night. The last two minutes made me lose by less than a point. I tell you, that sucks. I thought you would name my team name, Chris Chronic. <laughs> I don't know your team name, but now I do. Yeah, well, you, you can't you can't not be called Chris Chronic or Kareem Hunt on your squad. Well, what did uh, – so what did Chris Chronic do when he was uh, getting into the clubs in uh, Las Vegas at 20 years old? I mean, the point of that story was essentially we were around gambling and we were screaming, scam money, don't make no money. At the end of it all, <laughs> I broke even, nonetheless. Yeah, I guess you got lucky there. And I guess scared money, don't make no money, going to Las Vegas, 20 years old, fake ID. I mean, it worked out. If I was scared, I wouldn't have had that experience. Well, I, I don't know if you were scared to make money at that time. You, it's not <laughs> maybe scared to break the law or something. Well, I was scared that I could potentially be wasting my money on risking getting flight and then not getting into anything. Yeah, yeah that that would have been atrocious. You would have been the only asshole that couldn't go anywhere. Oh man! You, but <laughs> well, I was an asshole for buying dog tags, saying I was military. I remember that one. Yeah. Until I picked up military chicks who called me out. Yeah, they asked you where you stationed. They asked me what your my MOS number is. <laughs> you don't even know, know what that means. I don't even know what that is, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't go to don't go to Las Vegas at twenty and do not wear dog tags telling people that you were in the army. Yo, that shit's <laughs> grimy. That is grimy. I mean, maybe you were doing it because you you thought the girls were cute, hoping uh you know spark something. You're making it seem like this was a you know in the moment thing. This was so premeditated. (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. You got the dog tags before you got on the plane to Las Vegas. Yeah, bro. And I was rocking them. <laughs> Yo, what do you do? I'm airborne. What do you do? I'm infantry. What oh, do you do? Man. I'm a tank commander. I don't fucking know. What do you want to hear? <laughs> <laughs> this is when I learned that sales could have a bad impact depending on what you're selling and how you're doing it. Yeah, well, that's all uh, morals and ethics. I got them. I developed them <laughs> around 25. Uh, I'm glad you grew out of that 20-year-old stage. <laughs> I mean, I'm still growing. <laughs> Only you knew when I was Googling a couple hours ago. I mean, we're all curious. Columbia. Columbia. Trying to go to Columbia. I was curious as to what Columbia has to offer. I wonder if you guys out there listening knows what Columbia has to offer. I don't know, but let me know. I mean, I'm sure we're short for time now. We are getting short for time hitting around 25 minutes. 25 minutes. I'm going to take this bull right here by the horns, and I'm going to go outside. I'm glad you're finally going to use Wall Street. I'm not going to use Wall Street. (laughs) coming outside with me. Oh, that's very interesting. I'm glad you bring a little friend with you. Well, <laughs> I figured we talked about Wall Street today a little bit. So, I mean, this is this is like... The bulls of Wall Street, baby. Yeah. Like sometimes when scared money don't make no money, you just need some bull balls. <laughs> Burn it down. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I will burn it down, though. Peace. Have a wonderful night, ladies and gentlemen.